Welcome to Business as a Magical Practice, where your business is the vehicle for your self-integration and soul evolution. My name is Sam Garcia, and I'm the founder of Dirty Alchemy Digital Marketing. And I'll be guiding you through how you can use your business as a spiritual practice and what magical businesses are doing to hit their goals and change the world. Together, we'll be relating the mystical to the world of business so that our work can unite spirit and matter, shadow and light, conscious and unconscious. Let's dive in. How's it going? Thank you all for being here. First of all, apologies to those of you who tried to watch our last episode on YouTube. I said in the podcast to just search for Dirty Alchemy Digital Marketing. And apparently, if you just search Dirty Alchemy YouTube on Google, (laughs) some interesting not fit for work things come up. So... I'll be posting this episode as an uncut video on YouTube again, but I'll make sure to put the direct link in the show notes so you don't end up searching through porn. (laughs) So today I have a topic near and dear to my heart, and that is delegation. You may have realized this from episode eight on externalized energies when I uh, I started talking about building a team. If you are like most online business owners, your business started with just you, you doing the writing and you creating the graphics and you building your website, setting up your marketing strategy, figuring out how to create a Facebook ad campaign and managing your social media accounts, you acting as customer service and bookkeeper and tech support. And this could have gone on for years with you doing everything. And eventually this shifts You make enough consistent revenue or get enough clients to hire some help, and you now have a team. (laughs) But does that mean you're actually allowing people to help you as much as they can once you build your team? In my experience, no. When I first started managing online course launches, I had a team of 10 people to delegate to. Every capacity filled admin, customer service, copywriter, graphic designers, community manager, tech support. With a team of this size and with everyone in their niche role, you would think it would be easy to delegate. But in the middle of a launch, in the middle of all of the chaos and last minute changes, even in the months during planning in the pre-launch phase, I would tell myself that I later realized, that I would tell myself things that I later realized were extremely common among multi-talented online entrepreneurs. I can do it better myself. It would take me less time to do it myself than teach someone how, someone else how to do it, so I'll just do it myself. And if you were, you're watching on YouTube, you see these air quotations. <laughs> these are lies that were holding me back, by the way. Usually there are areas so outside of your expertise as a business owner that you can easily delegate them. Maybe the tech and graphics aren't your strong suit, so you delegate those every single time. But they're usually one one of two areas that you're pretty good at, maybe even great at, that you're putting off delegating to other people because of the learning curve or your impatience. And I'm here today (laughs) to tell you that this is holding you back, okay? And I... I'm sure you're hearing this lovely rooster outside of the window. Um, 
It's not the morning. They they literally do this all day long here on Maui, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> a great quote from Michael Hyatt is, amazing things happen when you start focusing primarily on what you do best and eliminate or delegate the rest. As humans, there are a lot of things we'll do to procrastinate on the hard or uncomfortable stuff. We'll avoid things that could take us to the next level and free up our time because we don't want to do them ourselves and we're too afraid to let someone else do them. And I know it can be hard to let go of all the extra work when your self-worth is attached to being busy or a hard worker or a hustler, but reminder, you're worthy because you're alive. And I really, like, this one is really deep for me just growing up in the Midwest. Uh, there's, there's such a huge attachment to my worth is connected to how hard I work because it's, I, I mean, a lot of us have this, but I definitely feel like it's really strong in the Midwest. And that's just a belief. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be the one you choose to believe. And you can believe other things that better serve you. Anyways, maybe you think... I'm going too much into this, but understanding why you're not delegating certain tasks is why, or why you're choosing to do everything yourself is important. This is the difference between you being an employee of your business and you being the badass, powerful CEO of your business. I'll say that again. You delegating fully to your team is the difference between you being an employee of your business and being the badass, powerful CEO of your business. You need to know that, yes, your employees won't be able to do certain things as well as you can in the beginning. It will take them longer to do it in the beginning. It'll take time to teach them how to do it. (laughs) And it'll take time to correct them and fix errors. But the time that you put into delegating and teaching is not wasted. It's an investment an investment in a future where your team supports you and is even better at tasks than you are. Can you believe in that potential? (laughs) Each time you teach a member of your team to do something you usually do yourself, you're buying future time. You're buying time for yourself when you don't have to do that thing anymore. Buying time to do the things that only you can do. Things that will up-level your business, like creating the vision and connecting to the soul of your business and opening up potentials and portals of expansion while your team nails your brand voice and ensures your business runs smoothly. So does delegating seem like it's more worth it now? I hope you answer yes. So I'm going to assume you're saying yes now. (laughs) So let's get on to how you actually do it and do it well. So first of all, you have to commit to it. Every time a task comes up that's not in your zone of genius, commit to delegating it, even when you don't feel like it. Start with a super common repetitive task that you don't like doing. This will free up your time and energy to delegate more of your business, and it'll free up more and more of your time for more important things, whether that's time for your business, travel, or just playing with your tarot deck. The next part is to write out or record instructions. Create step-by-step instructions that are documented and can be referred to again and again. This can be in a Google Doc. This can be with Loom. 
any tool you want to use that will physically document how you do it. And um, Loom is a really great free tool that really easily screen captures your screen share and um, hosts it. So I'll, I'll link to that in the show notes because it, it's a great resource, especially for creating SOPs. So don't assume that your team knows anything. <laughs> Include links, passwords, examples, templates. These will become your standard operating procedures, like I mentioned, the SOPs. The future phase of this will be making these so detailed that someone off the street could do it, uh, could do what you want just by reading your directions. And yes, this may sound stupid or unnecessary, but you're really setting your business up to run without you, aka it will give you the freedom you dreamed of when you started your business in the first place. So the next one is to give deadlines. For smaller tasks, this is a simple due date. For more complicated tasks, this may be deadlines for different versions of drafts or different phases of a project. The fourth step is to define your desired result. If your team doesn't know what success looks like, then they won't be able to give you what you want. And we're always trying to set people up for success in our lives. So define your key outcomes and make your desired result clear, okay? So step five is to check in before the deadline. Don't just set a deadline and assume that your team will hit it. Especially in the beginning, remind, remind, remind. Send an email or a Voxer a few days beforehand asking the status of a project and if they think they'll uh, get it done in time. This will ensure everyone is on the same page and again, we're trying to set people up for success. <laughs> so sixth is be open and available for questions. Especially when you're getting started with delegating, you probably aren't explaining things as clearly and step-by-step -step as your team needs. That means you actually have to be easy to get a hold of to answer questions. <laughs> Remember, your team is there to support you and they want to support you. So you need to set them up for success by answering the questions that they have. And seven, actually give feedback. If they do it wrong, don't just redo it yourself. <laughs> Even though you will be very, very tempted, tempted to do this. <laughs> give feedback on how you actually like it to happen. So this is an important step of the process, not just for your team, but also for you to learn how to delegate better. Because if you delegated it perfectly the first time, they'd have already done it perfectly. <laughs> so learning these methods of delegating will help you take your business to the next level. Of course, a key component to all of this is that you need to be open to being supported. Your team needs to have the opportunity, time, and space to get the job done. You'll be tempted to disappear into your office alone and get everything done yourself, but don't do it. <laughs> be open to having the support of your team. And if you find that you have a lot of inner pushback against the idea of other people doing your job or assisting you, take time to meditate on and think deeply about why that is and then change it. Your business will thank you and all the additional people you can serve and be able to scale your business will thank you. So delegating is a choice and it will get easier once you begin to consistently choose to do it again and again. At first, it might feel like an upward climb for you and 
your time <laughs> with all that new SOP and document you have to get together. Um, but in the long run, it will transform your business for the better. After all, when it's time to scale your business, having these instructions ready to go will make your life so much easier. And with enough practice, your team will know exactly what you want and they'll begin to consistently give that to you. So short and sweet today, but definitely packed with a lot of great information. As always, it would be so helpful if you would rate and review this podcast. Subscribe if you're enjoying it. It really helps with our rankings in the various podcast platforms and in helping more people find the podcast. Please head on over to Instagram at the Dirty Alchemy and let me know through DM or commenting on our podcast post what you think about the episode. And I would love to hear where you are at in your journey or anything that just became obvious to you. And if you're watching the uncut version on YouTube, you can subscribe by clicking the big red button below under the video. See you next week.